Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. A number of years ago, when our two children were still in grade school, our family took a vacation up to Utah and Wyoming. And one of the places that we visited was Dinosaur National Monument in Utah. Maybe some of you have been there. It's one of the premier sites in the world where fossilized dinosaur bones have been discovered and are being excavated out of the rock in which they are entombed. Inside the visitor center is an actual dinosaur bone quarry. It looks like this. And uh, you can just imagine the intricate work that is involved for a paleontologist to unlock those bones from that rock and then carefully and meticulously assemble those bones into a skeleton. The visitor center features some reconstructed dinosaur skeletons. As we stood there looking at that dinosaur skeleton, I couldn't help but wonder what life must have been like when those creatures were roaming the land. We also had our thoughts go to the recent Jurassic Park movies that had come out and uh, scenes from those films uh, filled our minds. I think we were really glad that all of those dinosaur skeletons we were looking at there at that visitor center were just dead, dry bones. In the Bible passage that we are looking at today from Ezekiel chapter 37, God gives the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel a rather strange vision. It's a vision in which Ezekiel finds himself standing in a desert valley, and this valley is full of dry bones, human bones, that are scattered all over the ground. And then God asks Ezekiel a question. Son of man, can these dry bones live? Can these dry bones live? Well, Ezekiel responds, I suppose, the way any one of us might have responded when he says, Lord, only you know, only you really know. And then God gives Ezekiel a rather strange instruction. He tells Ezekiel to prophesy to the bones. And here the word prophesy means to basically preach, to proclaim, to declare the word of the Lord. And Ezekiel is supposed to preach to these bones in this vision. To really understand what's going on here in this text, we have to understand something about what was happening historically at the time that Ezekiel lived. You see, Ezekiel lived at a time when the children of Israel's kingdom was divided north and south. The northern kingdom, the ten tribes of the north, were known as Israel. The southern two tribes were known as Judah. And in 722 BC, the northern kingdom, Israel, was conquered by the Assyrian armies. And then later in 586 BC, the southern kingdom of Judah was conquered by the Babylonians. That year, they went into the city of Jerusalem, destroyed the city, and destroyed Solomon's temple. And they carried off the prominent people of Judah as exiles 
to faraway Babylon, a thousand miles east of their homeland in what is modern day Iraq. The, the children of Israel were exiles there for 70 years. And after being in that foreign country and all of this being the result of their waywardness and their straying away from God and worshiping pagan idols and, and now they're suffering the consequences of being exiles, now they begin to ask some questions. Has God given up on us? Has God forgotten about us? Has he abandoned us here in this faraway land? Are we too far gone for God to love us anymore? Are we dead in his eyes? Basically, they were asking the question, can these dry bones live? You know, maybe in some ways, you're asking similar kinds of questions. In these sort of strange coronavirus pandemic days, aren't we all feeling a little bit like exiles? We're all kind of separated from one another. We're holed up in our own places of shelter, feeling a little bit isolated. Maybe you're asking, where is God now? Has God abandoned us? Has God forsaken us? Isn't God going to do anything about this? Maybe you're feeling a little bit dried up inside. Maybe you're asking, can these dry bones live? Well, let's listen to what God told Ezekiel to say to the bones, keeping in mind that the bones represent the people. We come into the story in Ezekiel 37 at verse 4. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. As a side note, are you beginning to hear a little refrain of that early American spiritual, dem bones, dem bones, dem dry bones, the backbone connected to the hip bone, and so on? Well, we continue, verse 8. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones, then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They are saying, 
We have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. You know, maybe you're feeling a little bit like old, dry bones these days for whatever reason. Maybe it's due to a regret that you've been carrying for years, some past shame or guilt from something you've done you haven't been able to get rid of. And it's left you feeling dry and parched on the inside. Maybe it's fear, especially in these crazy days, fear that has paralyzed you. And you're wondering if you're ever gonna really come alive again. Maybe, as we've all experienced, this whole coronavirus pandemic is making you realize all too clearly the reality of your mortality. You know, something like this is a constant reminder that none of us gets off this planet alive. And in fact, as is becoming all too real, this very pandemic could end our life sooner than we ever expected. That gives us pause for consideration. That gives us reason to say, boy, I feel like old, dry bones right now. Well, friend, don't miss God's message of hope from this story from Ezekiel. And that is that God is able to breathe new life into old, dead, dry bones. We come to the final portion of the text where we hear this message of hope, verses 12 to 14. God says to Ezekiel, Therefore prophesy to them and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. O my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. You know, God kept that promise to his ancient people. He brought them new life in a couple of ways. He brought them physical life. He physically brought them out of the deadness of their exile and returned them to their homeland where they could live again in joy. But more importantly, he breathed new life into them in their spirit, in their soul. He forgave all the wrongs of the past. He brought them back into a right relationship with himself by his mercy, his grace, his love for them. He poured out his spirit upon them and gave them his word that their souls may be sustained going forward. God preserved a remnant of faith-filled people. He kept his promise to them. And you know what? Just as God breathed new life into his ancient people, God is able to breathe new life into you and me as well. And he does that in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. God so much wanted us to have the new life. He allowed his own innocent son to give up his life. Jesus gave his very life on a cross 
as the full payment for all of your sins and mine and the sins of the whole world. At that cross, new life became possible because the death that comes from sin is overcome. And it didn't end there. On the third day, that same Lord Jesus Christ rose back to life, guaranteeing eternal life for all who trust in Him. You see, in His resurrection, Jesus broke the power of death's grip, not only on Himself, but on all who trust in Him as their Savior. There is our hope when all seems lost. There is hope for dead, dry bones. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. As we heard in today's Gospel reading, when Jesus' good friend Lazarus died, what was it that he said to Lazarus' grieving sister Martha? We heard it in John 11, verses 25 and 26. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this? Let me ask you that question. Do you believe this? Do you believe in Jesus as your Savior? And do you trust that He can and will raise you back to life again? Friends, I dare say that that is the most important question you will ever answer in your lifetime. Your eternal destiny hinges on your response. O oh, sons and daughters of man, can these dry bones live? Easter is God's resounding yes. Yes, they can. For because Jesus lives, we also have been given new life. And we await the day of our final resurrection when bone connects to bone, when dem bones, dem bones, dem dry bones come alive. Amen. And may the peace of God which passes human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank and praise you that you, the Lord of life, willingly laid down your life that we might have true life now and for all eternity. We thank you that by your Holy Spirit, you have breathed new life into these dead, dry bones and brought us to a life that only you can give. Help us to live in the joy of that salvation every day of our lives and help us to share that life with others. In your name we pray, amen.